Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. From the Oklahoma studios, this is another edition of the Oklahoma's Varsity Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Jordan. I'm here today with my co-host, Nick Sardis, and James Jackson. Guys, how's it going? Pretty good. Going good for me. Just it's another another day, really. <laughs> another day, yep. it's, it's a Friday. What's it? The seventh of February already. It's already flying through. We're already yeah, a couple days in. Wow, quarter of the way through the month. Um, another uh, like we said, another edition of the Oklahoma's Varsity Podcast. We've got a bunch of things we want to talk about today. Uh, we're getting closer and closer to state championships at this time next week. The first of five weeks of state championships for winter sports will be underway with dual state wrestling up in Enid. Um, do want to do want to mention real quick, kind of on a somber note. Uh, just want to say that our thoughts and prayers are with the Moore community after the tragic accident that happened Monday with the car accident and mm-hmm. uh, losing the two students. And there's a couple more who are still in the hospital. And just want to say that it's not a obviously not a good thing when you have deaths in the realm of high school athletics. And that um, it's kind of been in the forefront of all of our minds this week. And we just want to say that our thoughts and prayers are with the Moore community and uh, Moore High School and just everything that's kind of been going on there. Um, but kind of a kind of looking back and we haven't potted in a couple weeks last week we had a kind of some midday games that we weren't able to but we've kind of had a bunch of stuff that's happened over the last few weeks we had signing day that happened wednesday that wasn't really a big ceremony signing day but it still kind of went down um i think uh kind of going back to some of the best things that we saw over the last couple weeks what if if you some what stood out to you guys most of the last couple weeks over stuff that you covered stuff that you wrote stuff that you saw or read about so i was i was actually out at uh, Christian Heritage Academy, which was my first time going to that school. I've never, even, I never knew that school was there. And it was <laughs> right next to Dale City. I don't know why I didn't realize that that was there. And I got to see uh, uh, Riley Langerman, and she, she is a very good athlete and player for them. I mean, I, I didn't even know she was already committed to Arkansas and all that. And Wait a second. Wait a second, James. You're from Midwest City, correct? This 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 why this is why it was a shock to me. <laughs> okay, so when you're said, from Middale, and you didn't know that CHS. <laughs> I said, "Oh, this is right next to Dale City." When I got there, I'm like, "This is ridiculous." I didn't know that. And it was it was a really good experience too. They, you know, they got Wi-Fi there, so coverage is easy. You know, and it, the the players there, they were all really really good. So especially Riley Langerman is what I wanted to point out. She was a very a bright spot in my coverage I've got last to, week. I got to saw her play at the state tournament last year, and that was when Olivia Curtis, who now is volleyball player down at OU, was also on the team. And, man, those two together, mm-hmm. they were really, really good. But uh, Adair last year, who ended up winning Class 3, they had Autumn Hines, who's back this year as a senior. She was so good. And they just – it was kind of a – Adair – Autumn was just playing out of her mind. Riley was playing so great. Olivia was playing so great. That was so fun to watch. But, yeah, she's really talented. Mm-hmm. She's really fun to watch. Um what about you? A uh, couple teams that really stood out for me: uh, the Dell City Boys. I got to see them play <laughs> against Shawnee. They completely They're dominated. So uh, completely dominated Shawnee on the road. So um, really impressed by them. And Jordan Thompson from Southmore saw him uh, play against Edmund Santa Fe, and uh, just really impressed me. He, you know, they honored him before the game. He surpassed a thousand career points um, the previous week. 
and uh, he just looked really good. So those are a couple things that stood out to me. I think, uh, you know, both the, I saw Dell City play Midwest City last week, and that was one of the biggest, best games. It was a one-point game, um, or two-point game, sorry. And it came down right to the wire, and it was fantastic. And like you said, Dell City, they have Kyron Williams, Nate Goodlow, uh, Demontreal Crutchfield. Um, just I'm missing 10 players on that team who play and contribute and play really, really well. Um, they're just so talented. Yep. Um, who is uh, – I'm completely blank on a name right now. Number five, he starts. Put me on the spot here. I, I know, and because I I'm <laughs> blanking on his name too. Um, golly, I can't remember his name, and I'm going to come back to remember it at some point in the middle of the podcast. But he's like a six seven junior, really athletic, really lanky wing, and he's he's really talented for them. I can't believe I can't think of his name. Um, I know who you're talking about. I just I can't remember. <laughs> oh, that's a great job. <laughs> <laughs> but but you also mentioned Jordan Thompson and how good Southmore is. They actually lost on Tuesday to Emma North. Yes. Emma North upset them. Um, and Edmund North and, boys and girls really good. Yeah, there there's good basketball at Edmund North right now. Shoot, they had teams that are playing on court and go back to volleyball winning the state. Now basketball teams are both playing really well too. Um like I said, Jordan Thompson's outstanding. It's surprising to me that he's not getting more college looks than he is. He hasn't signed yet, he's a senior, but he's getting a lot of small college looks. That's the same as Nate Goodlow at Dell City though. Really talented guard who's just not getting a lot of looks from the bigger schools. Um but then also Southmore has Sam Godwin. I think he's a six nine forward and just He's so much better than everybody else when he's on the floor <laughs> with them. He's such a talented player. He's really fun to watch. Um, but, no, and then uh, I guess, yeah, kind of like you said for me, um, one of the best things that I saw last week was uh, I would have to say that Midwest City-Dell City game. Um, mm. Just kind of how fun that was, afternoon rivalry game. Um, another one is uh, Davion Warden, the Northwest Classen. He's a he's a forward for them. I guess you could say guard. He Senior, he's he was outstanding. So he missed his first five shots of the game. <laughs> All in the fourth quarter against Millwood. Missed his first five shots of the game. Both teams were playing ugly basketball. Here he comes in the second quarter making six straight shots, including a buzzer-beating three-pointer at the end of the second quarter to put North or to put Northwest Classen up by like 12 going to halftime. And then he still just played really well in the second half, and they pulled away. Um, he played really, really well, and he's one of the best players that I've seen, best performance that I've seen this year in person. Um, so, but... But kind of moving on, um, like I said, we're, we're kind of coming up to state championship time. At this point next week, we'll have dual state wrestling on tap. Um, it's up in Edith this year in, instead of Shawnee, so that's a little bit different. Um, format for dual state is is there will be eight teams that qualify, and there's quarterfinals and then semis and finals on Saturday. Uh, the teams will wrestle all the weights, and that's whoever gets the most points goes on. And if you win the duel, you win dual state. Um, I think one of the biggest streaks going into dual state this year is obviously the dominance of Tuttle. I believe they've won 11 straight, 10 they or 11 straight dual state. Recently beat uh, Mustang, which was a big win for them. Mustang's loaded, and uh, Tuttle won that one, so go ahead. I think Tuttle also, I think, was it last week they beat, like, the number 10 team in the nation from Texas? They're who, just, they're good, man. Which, they're, if we're going to be honest, I don't know how a team from Texas is ranked number 10 because they just don't care as much about wrestling down there, but <laughs> they just don't. They're high school, they don't care as much about high school wrestling down there. Um I mean, they still have some good wrestlers. I think, uh, isn't that kid who's committed to OSU right now, AJ Ferrari? Is he from Texas, or am I completely off base on that? I have no idea. Man, I can't. I don't know. All I know is Tuttle's still doing this without the number two pound for pound wrestler in the country, too, Dustin Plot. He's committed to or signed with OSU. Still hasn't wrestled all this year. Um, trying to make a comeback by, I think, dual state is what uh, Coach Serber was telling me back in November. But who knows at this point? They're still dominating the heck out of teams with Adam. Um, but. I mean that's going to be a it's going to be 
it stinks that that event's in Enid. I liked when it was in Shawnee because it's closer to us. But <laughs> um, you have that event starting next week. Um, are there any teams or matchups that you're looking forward to next week? I know that Mustang, Broken Arrow, kind of are – and you also have to throw in Choctaw and Six are kind of maybe the favorites there. Uh, Broken Arrow, definitely. And the, the kid from Dell City just it just like hit me in the head, Keandre Young. Keandre Young, yes, Keandre Young. <laughs> yep, there we go. This is how these things happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we remembered that. Um, but no, and then the next week we have swimming, and again that's in Jinx this year. It's not at Edmond. It's in Jinx, and then uh, after that is the state wrestling tournament at um, at the state fairgrounds at Jim Nork Arena, at State Fair Arena, and that's going to be really interesting this year because they're going to have the girls wrestling exhibition. It's not going to be an OSSA event. They are going to hand out medals for the winners, but they're not going to be officially recognized as an OSSA sport yet because it's not. So that's going to be really interesting to see how that works out because they're having to add two extra mats this year because of how many girl participants there are. So Mm -hmm. I think that's a real cool thing that the state's growing, that they're probably going to have to have their own girls wrestling tournament next year just because of the popularity and how big it's growing and how many girls have started wrestling in the state, and that's fantastic. Um, But I think that that's something that we'll have more coverage on here in the coming weeks kind of leading up to it about – kind of what that event's going to mean for girls wrestling just because of how cool of a deal it is. Um, but uh, kind of looking at swimming regionals are today and tomorrow, is that correct? Yes. I think the two main regionals are at Jinx and Edmond. Um, who are, who have been some of the like standout teams this year? Is it still Norman North? Man. Same old, same old Norman The Norman school's Absolutely. really well. Absolutely. Coming, well, sh- coming straight from the Norman North alum, I yeah, can tell you that the, like Norman North, <laughs> the Norman North swim, Scott, sw- swim squad is legit. Well, so. they do have a kid named uh, Aiden Hayes. Yeah, so his. they got three D1s, basically. So you got Aiden Hayes, a junior, committed to North Car- North Carolina State. And then um, a pair of seniors, Jonathan Tang and Daniel Wilson. Daniel Wilson is has already signed with Missouri, and Tang has signed with Dartmouth. So loaded, absolutely. Not to drop a hint or anything, but I think I'm going to drop a hint real quick. Make sure you stay tuned Sunday to uh, from a little uh, OK Preps news from the Oklahomans High School coverage staff. You're going to be interested. It may have may or may not have something to do with the topic we just discussed, but make sure you stay tuned Wednesday. <laughs> we're going to leave a little cliffhanger on some annou- on some news that we're going to be breaking. Um, but uh, but no, and then obviously the next two weeks is the state basketball tournament. You have classes A and B. Um, kind of that fourth week of state championships, the kind of that last week of February, first week of May, or se- first week of May, excuse me, and then May, March. And then the second week is when you have the big schools. You have 6A, 5A up in Tulsa, 4A, 3A, 2A at uh, State Fair Arena. Um, so, yeah, we're we're at a really busy point of the year. That's just <laughs> kind of how it is. Uh, we're going to have plenty of coverage that comes out on Oklahoma.com, and then always uh, you can always follow us all on Twitter. Um I, mine is Cam underscore Jordan. Um, we also have Nick underscore Sardis, and then James D Jackson fifteen, mm-hmm. right? Fifteen. Just, yep, just making sure. <laughs> so he needs to put an underscore in his to to fit in. James, explain to everybody why you include the D in your name. Okay, so now this is this is a family tradition of on my father's side. The first born is always James Jackson. So. Everybody goes by their middle name on on his his side of the family, so we all have different letters in the middle. So, I wanted to make it adamant that I needed to have the D in there. Absolutely, <laughs> to make sure. <laughs> what is your middle name? DeAndre. Okay. Yeah. So everybody in the family calls you DeAndre. Yep. Awesome. So why do we call you James? I prefer James professionally. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I was about to say, am I calling you the wrong name? I yeah. can switch. But uh, how many? Uh, so here's the question: Are you going to keep with that tradition? 
if you I, have I a plan to, yeah. Hey, there you go. Absolutely. If it's a girl, you know, <laughs> do that. <laughs> you got to keep going until you get a boy. Good grief. Um, but, no, uh, we have uh, – starting next week, we'll also have preview content coming out for uh, all these state tournaments as well. Um, I feel like there's something that I missed that I want to – oh, National Signing Day. Duh. We had oh, that's a, a very big thing. Obviously, not as much of a big deal at the high school level because of the snow. I see a little bit of snow on the ground outside the office right now. Not much anymore because it's like 50 degrees. But um, National Signing Day still happened. Uh, it's a little bit different than the last time we had a snowed-out signing day in 2011. Um, you don't have to fax in stuff from the schools anymore. You can just email a picture of it from home, essentially. So, um, But uh, some, of the, some of the biggest kids in the city area, um, Carl Albert linebacker Reese Collier, uh, I found this out Tuesday night. Uh, he decided that he was going to sign with UCO. I think it's a huge get for UCO. Yes, um, UCO's getting everybody. UCO had a very good yes. <laughs> signing season. <laughs> they they went after a bunch of talent um, from mm-hmm. preps, local talent, and got a lot of them. Yeah, I mean, so now, when I talked to Nick Bobick before the football season last year, this is what he was really adamant on this 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 go around. He said he he wants to sign more Oklahoma uh, born and raised kids. You know. Get the preps around here. Let they all see the the venue during state during state week. They should he should he should really uh, go after them in signing. So absolutely. I mean, I mean, I noticed that they offered Asher Link like literally the day after he had an amazing game mm-hmm. in the state finals. So yeah, you can tell. Well, like two, you have Reese Collier, you have uh, Jonathan Mosley, Carl Albert, who also signed with them. Um, Elijah Asher, Wright, Asher Link, Elijah Wright played mm-hmm. at that stadium. Yeah. All these kids who played at the stadium got offers from UCO, and there's even a couple more that that I'm blanking off the top of my head, who, like you said, they got to see that venue up close and they were playing in it, and you get to see what it'd be like because that atmosphere is going to be somewhat similar to what the college atmosphere is because UCO does really well at home football attendance, and they have a bunch of alumni and a bunch of support for the program, and it's a good program. So mm-hmm. they did really, really well in recruiting this year. There's no doubt about it. Um, Asher Link, the name that you just mentioned, he uh, s- signed, quote, quote, signed with Air Force. Any of the service academy kids – Technically, they cannot disclose who they sign in their classes until they've enrolled on campus in the summer, but he signed with Air Force. Uh, same with Andrew Young down at Norman, wide receiver. He signed with uh, Army West Point. Uh, we also had uh, – I'm blanking here. Why am I blanking? Um, Ethan Johnson, who was a first-team All-State linebacker, he's going to walk on at OU. Um, I found that out Tuesday night, too, at the uh, Jim Thorpe Banquet. Um but no, a lot of uh, a lot of the top a lot of the top unsigned local kids. Sam Brant's another one. Uh, Fort Hay State up in Kansas. Um, talking about a team that's had UCO's number lately. That's Fort Hay State. Just bringing up college. Yeah, thank you for it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Just, just saying they have. Um, but uh, Coach Bobek will be crap if he listens to this later too. Um, <laughs> but no, uh, kids from all around. I mean, a bunch of a bunch of big signings, a bunch of D one signings, a bunch of D two signings. Porta State, Pitt State, Swasu. Nwasu, um, East Central, um, just so many different schools, so many kids. And I think close to 400 football kids from the state signed. And I know I, I may be a little bit high on that number, maybe closer to like 300 and then five, 600 total in this last week. But even though there wasn't a signing day, still a bunch of ceremonies happening yesterday, today, next week. So, um, But no, National Signing Day, was there any big surprises to you? I don't want to say – I don't know if there was any surprises to me. Um, Reese Collier going to UCO, I always thought that – like I watch his film, I can see why he would be at the Division two level. And he's going to be really. He's going to play. He's going to play four years at UCLA really well. Um, but it kind of. I don't want to say it surprised me to go there. But when he also got a preferred walk-on offer from OU, yeah. and I thought he may take that because I thought he 
just I, I've seen what type of player he can be, and I feel like he could have an impact at OU. Maybe not early on, but later in his career. Mm-hmm. I mean, absolutely. Uh, the Ethan Johnson news was pretty surprising to me. Well, I, I uh, when I was talking to him, I was like, "Hey, have you decided we're going to call?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm going to walk under the U." I was like, "Dude, that's awesome! Like, that's really cool." But at mm-hmm. the same time, I I know that he also had a UCO offer. That's another yeah. one. Kids who had a UCO offers. Yeah. Um, I think he had a couple other preferred walk-ons. I think he may have had one from North Texas, which makes sense because Ringling, Southern Oklahoma to North Texas. Yeah. Um, ECU, Swasu, UCO. Um, but no, uh, congratulations, to everyone who signed. Obviously, there's still. A couple more months left that everyone's going to be signing. People are going to be announcing. So, um, Dale City's kids are signing today, aren't they? For, on Friday, uh, they, Carl Albert signed today. Announced. I think Dale City signed today. Dale City is another great example of a team that had three or four kids. Excuse me, who went to uh, UCO and they didn't play there, but they're, they're close enough. So mm-hmm. NEO had some good uh, pickups as well. Yeah, NEO had a lot of uh, yeah, NE- as usual. Yeah. NEO had had one of your top players from this year. Javion Trailer, baby, that's my guy. Um, I think, and this is, of course, being a JUCO, they sign more kids every year because they're, they're able to and allowed to. I think they, I forget, uh, Zach Allen, the coach up there, sent me their final signing list this morning. I think they had close to 50 kids, which is about normal for them, but I think about yeah. 40, what did I, I say 51 or 41 were Oklahoma. I think I was talking with James earlier before he came oh, in here. Oh, shit. I don't um, or that was, may have been something else, but I think they had like 41 kids from Oklahoma sign within a year, which is typical in state JUCO. Yeah. You're going to get that, but... Um, is there anything that you guys want to talk about before uh, we head out of here and get ready to go to our basketball games tonight? I'd like to point out that my doing my player of the week this week, it was very difficult based on how many great performances we had across the state. Uh, a lot of individually great performances, like Skylar Vine from Deer Creek, uh, uh, Bria Sanders-Woods, who just uh, committed to Murray State University, uh, Riley Langerman, as I talked about earlier, um, and then who I went with was Brianna uh, Weidelman from OCA, um, OCA, who had she. I mean, this picking picking out of that group was was very <laughs> difficult for me. I just want I just want to point that out. A lot of great performances. James, are you taking a video of yourself right yes, now? Yes, yes. Why? In case to see, I want to see how I sound. <laughs> Thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get it, gotta get it on Snapchat, I guess. Um, no, uh, but no, we like like you said. Um, starting next week is when the small school basketball playoffs start. Uh, we'll have some coverage of that. We'll have wrestling coverage. Um, make sure you guys follow us on Twitter, like we pointed out our, our handles earlier. Um, if you have any questions for the podcast, uh, I think we're going to podcast probably a little bit earlier in the week next week. We'll make sure and put another tweet for it. Send in your guys' questions. Um, I know we did a thing about ranking the top basketball teams in the state or the top football teams in the state back in the uh, back in the spring. And when we did that, like three of them lost the next week, so it yeah. didn't really matter. Because that was the week that Carl Albert lost, so yep. they probably don't ever want us to do that again. But. Um, <laughs> Maybe we should do something like that next week for for basketball, wrestling. It's you can't really rank swim teams, but because the top, number one swimmer in the state's kind of obvious. He's he has been that way for a while. Girls is a little bit more open this year uh, after Hannah Newby graduated from McGinnis and is at Auburn now. But um, maybe we can do something like that next week, looking at basketball teams and wrestling teams and kind of going off who's the top ones there. Because well, let's just say, okay, who's who's the best player that you've covered so far in basketball? Let's, let's like do that. that we've actually covered in person. That I've seen yeah, in person. that you've seen in person this Man. year. Man, well, there's two that come to mind. Mm, I know who yours pick, is. There, well, there's two that come to mind. And I'm the pick, and I have to pick between them. Okay, you have Rondell Walker at Putnam West and okay. Trey Alexander. Yep. Well, I'm adding a third one on there too. Bijan Cortez at Kingfisher. 
Oh, yeah. Those three right there, t- good luck telling me to choose between them because they all have played really well every time I've seen them. we got some great players in the Metro, everybody. Mm-hmm. Just, I'm just saying that right now. Cortez is If I have to pick stuck. one, the one who has had the best performances that I've seen this year is Trey. Yeah. Rondell scored 21 in the game I saw him. Bijan scored like 24 and almost had a triple-double, and he did have one last week. And but Trey, I've seen him. I've seen him a little bit more than the other ones because I saw him in a couple tournament games. He scored third, 28, 38, uh, 25, all with a broken finger on his shooting hand. Come on, it's crazy. Come on, Kobe Bryant stuff right there. That's he's 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 really talented. Like you said, we're really lucky with the talent that there's in, is in the metro right now for sure. What about you guys? Who's the best player that you've seen in person this year? And Trey, I'm leaving off so many names. Trey but. Alexander is the best I've seen in person, but I haven't seen Kingfisher. I haven't seen. Uh, the Putnam West boys. I've seen the girls. Uh, the best girl that I've seen is probably from Putnam West, Sharonica Hartsfield. She's probably. she's really good too. Committed um, to or signed with Troy. I so. would be completely misguided if I forgot the girls. Sharonica Hartsfield. I'm gonna Sh- say Aaliyah Moore from Moore. Aaliyah Moore. Oh well, <laughs> yeah, I forgot about. Yeah, yeah, I, I haven't seen anybody. And I saw Darion a little page bug. So see, I haven't seen her yet, except for at the state tournament last year. And I was like, my mouth was on the floor. So I was like, this girl's a freshman. I know she's a sophomore this year, but it's like, what in the world? Yeah, actually, I'm I'm gonna go with her. I've seen all three of those. Those girls. Switching, you switching up? Who you, who you switching to? <laughs> I'm going with Little Page Bugs from class in SAS. She's about how tall? Is I she? think six one is what okay, she's. Okay, I'll see her tonight then. And she is just okay. dominant, man. Okay, she's, she's really stud. really good. Um, oh, another uh, another one too. You wrote about her about a month or maybe not even a month ago. Shantae Embry at, at Norman. Oh yeah, I, I saw them. At, I forgot about her. I saw MSNFA guard. Uh, Honesty Walker. Honesty Walker. Wrote about her as well. I've been writing about all these girls. <laughs> um, She's really good too. Uh, yeah, like you like you said, there's some uh, there's some crazy talent right now that's in the OKC Metro, um, all across the board um, in every sport. Like you said, in the swimmers, Aiden Hayes is one of the top ones in the country. Yep. If if not, I mean, he's breaking records that in the butterfly he broke Michael Phelps's record from when Michael Phelps was. In the fifteen to sixteen age group, he broke that record. Ding so ding 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 ding. That just kind of gives you an idea crazy. of how amazing. That's crazy. I mean, this guy really is. So, and, uh, he was and our all city swimmer of the year uh, as the a last, freshman and a sophomore. Yeah. So, and, and he broke David. He broke because David Plummer went to Norman North too, and he broke his school records. Like he's broken. He's broken his school records as freshman, year and then just has broken his own records as he's gone on. Which, of course, as you get older, you think you get a little bit better, hopefully. But, yeah. but um, no. And then. I mean, in wrestling, shoot, there's there's so many. You have Tate Piccolo, you have Dustin Plot, Luke Serber down at uh, Tuttle, Tate Piccolo from Mustang. Um, you got to go over to Choctaw. Gabe Johnson has been stellar this oh. year, and I'm forget. I, I mean, like I said, there's so many names that we can't we can't hardly get all of them because we're the winter sports are loaded right now. Absolutely. I mean, there's if the best athlete, like the best performance, best player that I've seen though, if I had to just pick one, just one game that stood out to me most is Aaliyah Moore. Against Bishop Mage in the tournament two weeks ago, when she was playing oh, against yeah, the you number, were there with me. Yeah. when she was playing against the number seven ranked player in the country for the twenty twenty one class, mm-hmm. she's number eight. Player from uh, Bishop Mage was number seven. Oh, backwards, I believe it's or, the other way around. Other way around. Other way around. Yeah. And Aaliyah more dominant. What she have thirty eight points? I think thirty eight. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she was a beast. She was a beast. Yeah. I don't know. She 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 could flip a coin and choose to go whatever school the she wants fact in the that country. She, like was adamant on doing that which it says she could probably do that all the time that's it yeah. shows how really how good she is and she's on one of the top players in the nation yeah like that is ridiculous absolutely yep well do you guys have anything else 
But or here, I say Aaliyah Moore is my top player. What are your guys' top players? Well, that was my that Aaliyah, was my Aaliyah too. Yeah, yeah, it was going to be her. Yeah, I mean, I hate to go against Aaliyah Moore, but I mean, Darion, a little page bugs from class in SES was really impressive for me. So just to be different, I'll go with her. <laughs> <laughs> it worked for you making football picks all the time, being a yeah. little bit different. Yeah. So. Um, Awesome. Well, that's another edition of the Oklahoma's Varsity Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll, we'll be back next week with another episode. We'll have a lot more state tournament coverage next week. Um, probably will be a little bit of a shorter episode next week um, since we kind of went about two and a half weeks without having one. But um, for Nick Sardis and James D. Jackson, I'm Cameron Thank Jordan. You. And uh, and make sure you guys tune in. Uh, if you subscribe to the Oklahoma's Varsity Podcast, make sure you do that, and we'll have the next another episode next week. And you can follow all of our content, as always, on Oklahoma.com. Oklahoma.com.